Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you've come back. If you will, be opening up to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, we're picking up there in verse 14 uh, today. We looked at, we're able to get through the first 13 verses yesterday. Uh, Paul now warning them against idolatry, and I think it goes back to uh, chapter 8 where he was, of course, addressing the fact that knowledge puffs up. And the Corinthians had kind of this arrogant attitude about them towards these things. And because of that, in some ways, which he's going to, to get into later, uh, perhaps would lead them into falling into idolatry once again. So he's warning them against that. And as he says in verse 14, he says, Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people, judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Now as he is beginning this discussion, of course, he says flee from idolatry. But he's going to be making the point that if the Corinthians were, of course, to go to these pagan temples and to partake uh, basically in the worship of that idol. He's saying, you have joined yourself to them. You have become a participant of that worship, of that uh, service to that particular idol. And he uses that the example of the Lord's Supper. When we observe the Lord's Supper, we are showing that fellowship that we have with God through observing it, and also that fellowship that we have with one another when we observe it. And that's the point that he's making there in verses 16 and 17. He also uses uh, there in verse 18, Consider the people of Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? Again, that idea of going through those ceremonies, going through those festivals, those feasts, and, and those sacrifices, and then eating it, He's saying you're becoming a participant with it. Now, this might seem like he's contradicting himself because in verse 19, he acknowledges that fact. Uh, in essence, he says, What do I imply then? That food offered to idols is anything or that an idol is anything? Going back to what he talked about in chapter 8, he says we know that an idol is nothing and meat offered to idols is nothing. He's not saying, and he'll get into some of the some more of the details of, of this beginning in verse 23. He's not saying that if anyone were to ever in any situation to eat meat offered to idols, then they would be in sin. He is talking about especially that situation of them going to the temple and being really a part of that ceremony, a part of that festival of worship to a pagan and eating that meat. That is what is wrong. Because when they do that, when they go that far, they have joined themselves again to that idol. Just like whenever we come together and we worship and we observe the Lord's Supper, it is showing that fellowship and that participation that we have, of course, in worship to God. He's saying it's the same idea with idols. Though an idol is nothing, and it means nothing, and it really is not a god, if we were to go to a pagan temple 
and participate in their worship, then we are in essence giving our stamp of approval and saying, I am a part of this. Uh, one thing that we could really kind of compare this to is worshiping with, with different or with denominations. Uh, the worship that they do is, is not pleasing to the Lord, not accepting, acceptable to the Lord. And if we go and we worship with them and we do all of these things with them, then we're participants in that false worship to God. And because of that, we are guilty of sin. That's the same principle that he's laying out here. Because apparently, I guess some of the Corinthians had had taken it so far that knowledge had puffed them up so much that they thought that they could go to the temple and be there when those sacrifices were being made, when those things were being done, and eat that meat offered to idols, and that they, they weren't in sin because of it. And Paul is reminding them when they do that, they are joining themselves to that idol and becoming participants in worship uh, to that idol. So continuing there in verse 20, he says, No, I implied that what pagan sacrifice they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. Verse 21, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Christ said something similar in Matthew 6 and verse 24, You cannot serve God and mammon. The Corinthians couldn't on Sunday go and worship worship God and then on other days throughout the week go and worship the idols and still be okay. He's saying you can't have you can't have it both ways. You can't be a participant of the Lord's table and of the table as he says of of demons. Just like the children of Israel going all the way back to the beginning of this chapter. Yes, they had obeyed God, but they fell back into idolatry and because of that they were punished. He's warning the Corinthians against doing the same. They had obeyed the gospel going back to chapter 6, uh, verses 9 through 11. They, their sins had been washed. They had been justified. And because of that, they can't go back to worshiping idols. They can't go back to participating uh, with them in those things. And there's a he makes this distinction, of course, as I mentioned, starting in verse 23, there's a, a huge difference between going to the temple and being a part of that worship and just so happening to buy meat that was used in worship out in the market and eating it in your own home. He's going to, just, he's going to explain that there's a huge difference between those two things. Uh, but in verse 22, he says, Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Again, just as the children of Israel had done. Are we stronger than he? I think the point that he's making there at the end of verse 22 is, is if we worship idols, it's going to provoke the Lord to jealousy. He is going to punish us. And he is saying, are we stronger than God? Are we going to be able to overcome him? Are we better than him? Are we going to be able to overcome that punishment that he sets for us? And of course, the answer to that question is no. And so he's reminding them to be in subjection to God, to flee that idolatry to not join themselves with and in that worship to an idol. Though the idol is nothing, it is not actually a god, when we go and we, or when the Corinthians especially, would go to the temple to be a part of that ceremony, if you will, they were joining themselves again 
to that idol. And that's what Paul is warning them against here, especially in verses 14 uh, through uh, 22. I know uh, this video is a little bit shorter, uh, but in order for us to really you know, get a good grasp of what he's talking about starting there in verses 23 through the end of the chapter, uh, we'll stop here and we'll pick up that discussion on uh, Monday. But I thank you so much for your time and for your attention here today and throughout the week. I hope that it has been uh, beneficial to you. hope that we have all learned and grown from it and can take this knowledge and apply these things to ourselves and to our lives uh, so that we can try to be as faithful and pleasing to God as we possibly can. But I thank you so much for your attention. And again, please come back on Monday as we continue to study 1 Corinthians.